Hello and welcome to another episode of Still Legit, the podcast where we take all the things that were getting you through 2020 and tear them to shreds. I'm joined today by a guest. I've got a repeat guest coming to help me out. He is a stand-up extraordinaire. Uh, he is part... <laughs> Fucking hell, I'm so shit. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so bad. Um, uh, Keep going. It was good. I think it was, it was yeah. the pressure. You were, it was the pressure partway through. The suspense. <laughs> I think you realised that you'd built up too much suspense and the payoff wasn't going to be good enough. One of the ge- most genuinely nice people in comedy and the star of Feel Good S- Series 2 coming soon, it is my man Jack Barry. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Ooh, sorry, so shit, intros. Woo. It's hard, it is hard, it is hard, especially when you're when you're... When you literally asked me, so what do you got to shout about? And I was don't like, try, nothing. That's very and kind. So of, see like, what I mean? Genuinely nice. He's trying to transfer my shit, my shit <laughs> skills. It's easier if you've got more to say rather than you just go like, stand up extraordinaire. And then people are like, oh, wow, is it like Dave Chappelle or someone? And you're like, nah, it's Jack Barry. It's hard. It's hard to keep that momentum going when you know you've got oh, that to introduce. I kind of wish you hadn't brought up Dave Chappelle because that would be really cool if we had Dave Chappelle on. Yeah. I mean, maybe next episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Get him on to talk about Friday. Or how <laughs> He's in. <laughs> series three. Series three. We'll have him on. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. Well, look, it's the vote of confidence. The fact being you are our first repeat guest. Am I? Mm-hmm. No, really? Yeah, mate, because I'm on my right. own here, and I was like, who do I want to talk to? I'm honoured. And it was you. I'm honoured that it was me again. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was such um, a pleasure. We're doing it again. Oh, well, I'm, well, I'm glad. I'm glad. No pressure, though, Jack. I had a lot on. <laughs> I had to cancel all of my uh, many plans. <laughs> I had so much. I had to say no to all this other work. They were like, can you be in Dave Chappelle's new movie? And I was like, No. <laughs> I've got something else on. <laughs> we should first at least tell people what film we're going to do. What we're talking about. That would help. Yeah, yeah. We're doing... Home Alone. <laughs> Home Alone. <laughs> Home Alone. Because it's Christmas. It's Christmas. It's fucking Christmas. Um, yeah, we know what what you're about at this time of year. Slagging off Christmas movies that we know and love. Yeah, exactly. That everyone's probably seen a million times. I genuinely haven't seen Home Alone since I was a kid, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, I was just chatting to someone who was saying that they haven't seen either. And frankly, wow, I thought that was just in the water. I've seen it so but many the, times. It was a staple that you watch it all the time. Mm. I kind of think that too. I think I just... Um, the tropes are so strong, I'd assume I that I knew it. Yeah, exactly. I feel like I'd seen all the stuff of him... Beating up the burglars and stuff, all of that. Splashing it's what is it after Which I still don't get. <laughs> yes, yeah, I've never understood that joke, and I still don't understand that joke. I think it's because um... aftershave stings you if it gets in if you cut yourself and it stings in the cut. That's when it hurts. <laughs> I don't like think on anyone... a child, it would they wouldn't feel anything. <laughs> it's never made sense to me, and it's still. And I was watching, it, I was like, this still doesn't make any sense. I don't think even. I mean, when when was the last time anyone? 
used aftershave. I guess I sort of vaguely remember my dad having a, a very, already very old bottle of Old Spice in his bedroom yeah. when I was growing up. Yeah, my dad had Old Spice as well. That was like, that was dad's aftershave, wasn't it? Christ. I mean, it was probably like paint stripper. So it's the, the joke is for the men, the dads of that generation. Oh, do you think? I think it so. was Because it was that strong that it would just burn your skin, even like sort of... Yeah, just like must be. Intact skin. I don't know. Look, we're already getting into it. I mean, there's some serious I'm desperate chat. to know. I've always wanted to know what what is the... Is, okay. it's such an iconic moment in TV. I, it never made any sense I, to me. I think, actually, they saw Macaulay Culkin, how fucking cute he was when he would go... Because he does it a few times at various points yeah. in the film, and they were like, "We need to give him another beat in we this need to scene." Just squeeze another one in. Yeah. He does it twice as well. He does it's it another twice. double. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, I, I noticed that actually. There are a lot of good screams. And Some excellent he does screams. he does nail it every time. So I can understand why they'd want to want to shoehorn that in. Yeah, I think I've seen the second one a lot more than I've seen the first one. That's yeah, the impression too, that I've but got. I also then. Martina was asking me what happens in the second one. And I couldn't remember. I just remember that Donald Trump is in it because that's what. Yeah, and so t- Tim Curry. Now. Tim Curry's in it. Um, yeah. In the oh, he's se- like the hotelier. Isn't yeah. He, so in Tim the second Curry. one, that he accidentally goes to New York and ends up in his uncle's old decrepit house and slash a very fancy hotel. Yeah. So he's spoilers, in both, guys. He? Yeah, he's yeah. in the hotel, and then to take down. Hank and uh, Harry and Marv, he goes to this. I mean, it is glorious. He goes to, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I need to watch that one too. I did, well, yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess if we're going to get into discussing it. Yeah. I, oh, that's, I yeah. I absolutely Almost loved certainly. watching it. That's what I wanted to say. So did I. I did really enjoy it. I really, really did. Oh my God. <laughs> still so fun and so joyous. I really enjoyed it as well. I, um, it's the first time that I felt genuinely, I started getting all like, oh, Christmas. Oh. Yeah, it is. It really shoves it down your throat, but you do like, you are like, yeah, I guess it is Christmas, isn't it? There's something to look forward to, I suppose. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jack, you're such a fucking Snoopy. <laughs> I really am. Especially this year. It's like, oh, well, I've got to go home and see my parents. I mean, I, my parents are like the only people I've seen this oh, whole fucking year. So here you go. See, this is the thing. This is all about, the film is all about spending Christmas with your family. I'm not going to get to do that. I haven't seen my parents for a year. So I've got the distance with which to be like, oh, I guess Christmas is about family. I don't have to yeah. go and see them though. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, I get that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that kind of, it's kind of the message of it, isn't it? But also, like, he has a really, really good time at home on his own. Okay, we've got... For a, most of the film. Let's take a time out, because I've got so much to say about that. Because <laughs> <laughs> you do too. Let's do a really quick, for anyone who... Anyone who hasn't seen it, or hasn't seen it for okay. a while, let's... Why don't yeah. you do the honours, do a quick kind of recap? Okay, so... Uh, your friend of mine, Macaulay Culkin, <laughs> is uh, Kevin McAllister, <laughs> uh, quite a gobby uh, eight-year-old, who's he's got a million family. He's got so many family members, <laughs> and they're all going to Paris for Christmas because his uncle's flying them all out there. And the fates conspire that all of the family end up rushing away and leaving him behind. 
and he is left home alone. That's why it's called that. And very satisfyingly, people do say home alone about five times. Yeah, they throughout do. The course. He's home alone. <laughs> Man, this kid, this kid's home alone. <laughs> and it's like, Kevin is home alone. And it's like, each time you're like, yeah, yeah, that's the movie. And... Yeah, and then uh, yeah, no, and then and obviously there are some burglars who have planned to rob everybody while they're away for Christmas, and they plan to rob his family, but he, through his wiles and creativity, like a little blonde MacGyver, um, <laughs> keeps them out and fucks them up. And uh, Christmas and is saved. End, his family come back, and Christmas is saved. Yeah, have a lovely time. I think excellent. But he has got. He's got. He's one of five children. There's a lot. Yeah, yeah, five. So, which I didn't even realize until halfway through the film, because they really focus on the older brother. Well, they really focus on the older brother. Yes, yeah, exactly. There's one sister who literally has has one scene. I know. Where she's, I felt yeah, really sad the, for her. She was just the straight man. But don't you care yeah, she, at all? Just yeah, set, yeah, just yeah, setting yeah. him up so he can knock them down. No, and here's yeah. why: because <laughs> I'm an unfeeling big brother in the in the nineties. <laughs> I know it's very nineties. You're right. In my life, there's not a lot going on. I've uh, been living with my cat. I've been doing a, a, a puzzle. I, I, everyone was doing puzzles at the beginning of lockdown. Yeah. I've, I'm on one, right? My, my laptop is on a puzzle that me and Martina, my girlfriend, have nearly finished. What kind of, what kind of uh, a it's puzzle? A, like a, it's a pop art puzzle. I can't really show you. It's like, you it's can, like this sort you're of You're going to have to send me a picture after the call oh yeah so i can put it on instagram so people can visualize i will it's great it's like it's like a wonderland full of lots of pop art references which i bought from john lewis yesterday yeah 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 it's very fancy and um yeah i was gonna i was gonna get so into puzzles at the beginning of lockdown and then didn't get around to it and then we (laughs) we're like fucking hell this is really fun actually um i feel like i've been needing to do because what i've done is the opposite which is um, just layering, layering up things, just dividing my attention more and more and more and being like, yeah. oh, cool, yeah, I will scroll on my phone while watching TV, while also, you know, trying to do all these different things, while also stretching. And I'm yeah. like, okay, yeah, I need yeah, something yeah. that I have. So I've, I just started, uh, well, I've just literally cast on like the first few stitches to, to knit a jumper knitting oh, really that's a great idea i bought what the kind of wool, a jumper uh like a like a big it's going to be a big chunky knit because that's easy i've never done a jumper before okay but i was start, like start simple exactly so i was like yeah oh i know i bought some wool for this before um and i've got it stashed away somewhere let me have a look so i can find the pattern that came with the wool that was eight years ago <laughs> that was eight years ago. Still just got the wool, nothing to show for it. So it's about it's time. Intact. It's not been eaten by moths. Luckily, or no. Like Luckily, that. no. So yeah, yeah. Oh shit! Oh, well, that's great. I mean, that's exactly the kind of thing. I know exactly what you mean, though. Like. You've just always got a, a to-do list of about a million different things and you try and do them all at the same time. Yeah. And then I'm I'm constantly like overwhelmed by the number of things I should be or could be doing. Yeah. And so I resolve to do none of them. Oh, yeah. Like, or I'll, I'll do a couple I... of them really badly and then get a headache because I'm like, yeah. why can't I search for paint colours and 
post on Instagram and watch this film at the same time. What? Oh, why, yeah, why go yeah, cross-eyed? Exactly. Mm-hmm. I know, I know. And then I just get really eggy as well. And if anyone comes into the kitchen, I'm like, ah, can't you turn work? <laughs> like, I'm so busy. And I'm literally like playing Tetris and just thinking about like how much I hate myself for not writing this sitcom that I'm trying to write. That's such a 2020 mood. Yeah, it really is. But I, I wish I could say... It, that just started in 2020. Oh, okay, yeah, um, yeah. That, that's been my move. But you've capitalised on years. it, yeah, yeah. But there's so many people in the world, aren't there, who are just like, yeah, well, I just wrote that novel because I wanted to. Yeah. Ne- yeah, I have never, ever, even when I've had the best idea ever, I can't even organise a draw unless I'm on yeah. a deadline. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Like, why is I someone know. coming over? Then why? I know. But so. That's exactly what. I, that, that's exactly what. It, that was the worst thing about all of this. I think is that at the beginning of lockdown, I had so many people being like, "Hey, Jack, you know, you got spare time now. Like, you know, you can finally write that project that you've been dreaming of." And I was like, "I always had time." Like, what do you mean? I'm a freelance comedian. The one thing I've got loads of is time. The things I don't have are talent and work ethic. And they haven't appeared because of the lockdown, have they? <laughs> oh, God. It's been a nightmare. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah. All these people being like, oh, when Shakespeare was in lockdown, he wrote King Lear. And you're like, yeah, but he was good at writing plays before yeah. the lockdown. Yes, that's the problem. Like, that wasn't his first one. He wasn't an accountant. And then he was like, oh, I thought I'd give writing a plays a go. Oh, God. And who knows? Yeah. Um, so yeah, 2020 is turning out to be a bit of a catalogue of uh, of projects that could have been and yet, yeah, exactly, yet were not. Exactly. But you know what? Disappointing Guys, pro- like, projects. Don't don't be down because there have been things we've done. If anything, we've travelled less on the tube. That's good. Hey, that's true. I fucking passed my driving test today. You passed it today. Today. Yeah, yeah, that's big. That is big. That's big. Congratulations. I can't tell I, you. Um, so happy. I fractured my foot doing exercise <laughs> in my front room. Uh. <laughs> oh, my God. This is... You really are like peak existential cartoon right now. You're like Eeyore. It's a joke. Or- <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like Barney Gumble. <laughs> so I literally tried to do some... I tried, I've tried to be in shape all through lockdown. And then my, my doctor thinks I've got a fracture. Wow, so, but that's because um, you worked so hard. Who hasn't got work e- ethic now? Hmm? Yeah, I've got work ethic when it when it comes to breaking my, my foot. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what I should have done. If only I didn't want to be a sitcom writer and I just wanted to be a professional foot breaker, then I'd be absolutely fine. <laughs> um, how did you break it? Can I ask? I have no idea. It, I was doing like a Sorry, I was doing like Jack. a circuit. I didn't even realise. I'd done like a circuit... I was doing like circuit courses in my living room and uh, my physio reckons that my shoes are too thin. Wow. Yeah. Is your... My soft feet. <laughs> What's your floor made of? Uh, bamboo, actually. Bamboo... Um, oh. Like planks. Okay. Like, uh, yeah. It's, <laughs> Floorboards. It's like, it's like wood. It's like wood, basically. But wood that the builder told me was impossible to scratch. Oh, and, see, uh, well, there you go. If it was yeah, maybe had a bit more skin. Covered, it's covered in scratches, so that was a lie. Oh. Um, okay. But anyway, so yeah, so that, that, that yeah. Wow. There, there's stuff, there's stuff that's happened. I mean, I have been filming Feel Good. That, that's like the one, the one thing that I've been doing. Hey, that's. As I told you. That is good. Um, I mean, those, them jobs. That's one job. Yeah, that's, that's one, one job. One, 
that's a job, isn't it? Yeah. That's a, that's a job. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I did have to isolate in a hotel for that. But yeah, it's all fine. So you got a little bit of bougie yeah. isolation in. I'm trying to put got the positive bit, yeah. spin. I'm trying to put the Christopher yeah. Robin piglet exactly angle i've been on a lovely thing. holiday i went on a lovely holiday to a hotel 20 minutes away from my house <laughs> uh it was really lovely to see uh london bridge oh yeah and um see the sights of uh london exactly and if yeah, you're to but, our american listeners that is a great holiday it's very exotic isn't it yeah so yeah. stop complaining jack is what we're saying <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> The setup is just glorious. Yeah, well, the, yeah, all the different things that happen to to make the situation come about is just great. And 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 they're setting up. He's kind of like just getting shot on by everyone in the family, getting disregarded, and everyone's blaming him for their troubles. And he's just like, I wish my family would go away. I wish they'd disappear, and all of these yeah. things that are being. And it's quite harsh. And the way the way it even comes about as well, it's like he has the argument with his mum and she's like, I don't want to see you again for the rest of the day. And he's like, well, I don't want to see you for the rest of my life. Yeah. And then she's like, that's really mean what you just said to me. It's like, you started You've it. just banished your youngest child yeah. to the attic. And he's like, I'm scared up there. And she's like, I don't fucking care. It's too late. And sends him up there anyway. Yeah, he says I'm sorry, and she's like, "Too late." Too late. And then, it, and then he's the asshole. Yeah. He does. He does really get treated badly. Old, she, old, old Kevin. Yeah, I mean, she does a great job. What's the actress's name? Catherine uh, O'Hara. <laughs> Catherine O'Hara. Yeah, she does yeah. a great job of setting up this mum who the whole front end when she's actually with Kevin is just her being like, "Get out of the room. Get out of here. Shut up, Kevin. Yeah. Shut up." But we still, I'm on the phone. yeah, I'm on the phone. Get out. Stop touching stuff. No, you can't do anything. I'm literally sending you to the attic without any dinner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because his brother's eating all the dinner. Because his clearly delinquent brother is eating all the dinner. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, but she, but we still managed to buy her as like really caring about him later on. The dad, on the other hand gives zero shits about anybody <laughs> absolutely could not give a shit the whole way through yeah and uh, yeah yeah and uh, that that was what was annoying my girlfriend she was sort of saying that it's it, it is like uh it's all put it's on like all of those films it's always mum and it's all like but not just mum also the sisters yeah it's like it's very much this kind of it's like the classic thing, isn't it? It's like the women are the nurturing ones and the, the men are the... The dad and the brother, it's like, oh, somebody left the boy behind. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. He'll be fine. He's eight. Yeah. And like... No. And then all the women are like, aren't you worried about him at all? Ooh. And they're like, no, why would I be? I've got a penis. As <laughs> exactly. Uh, as long as he doesn't yeah. touch my stuff, I don't care. I know, and it sort of falls to the mum, and then of course the mum spends like th three days trying to get home, and then gets home at basically the same time as everyone else. I mean, and it's like, if you weren't such an irrational woman, you would have just got home at the same time as the rest of us, but you had to leave earlier. Yeah, it took you forever. Um, um, it's so um, you, even when they get on the plane, um, so they're going to France. They're all going to France for I was going to say Christmas, for lockdown. Yeah. Jesus wept. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> knee jerk. <laughs> Fucking hell <laughs> for Christmas for Christmas. That that's um, you institutionalized. Yeah, that's it's it. Like, 
It's like prisoners who can't come out of uh, yeah. into normal life again. It's like coming out of of North Korea and just being like, yeah. What do you mean? I get to choose what type of coffee I have. Yeah. No, what no. do you mean? You go play to places for things other than lockdowns. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. Why would you travel if you weren't going to get locked in a building for months on end? <laughs> oh God. Yeah. So they they're going to France um, <laughs> for Christmas. There's 15 of them. I thought the one slightly shoddy thing in the setup was the random neighbor, the random Kevin-sized neighbor who comes over and yes. just just to be a, a sort of plot point as when they're doing a head count of all the kids, he's there as as a he kid. Gets counted, he gets counted, so they think there's enough. Yeah, yeah, which also yeah wasn't really necessary. He just pot as across I would have believed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have, I would have, I would have believed it anyway, but. A nice little cameo for him. Very nice. Don't for know him. what. Don't know what he's gone on to do. Uh, <laughs> no, we should have career. googled him. He was my main concern. But yeah, so the adults are in first class flying to yes. Paris. I mean, they've got a fuck off house. Let's just say a fucking huge mansion. The house is. It's like obscene. think Fresh Prince of Bel Air house. That's my contemporary reference for you. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> fucking... yeah, yeah, exactly the same era. <laughs> um, yeah. But they've put the kids in coach. They've put the kids in yeah. in economy class. Yeah, and at one point again, mum is like, "Don't you feel like a bit of a heel? Us in first class and the kids in coach." And the dad, being the dad, is like, "What are you talking about? Coach. When I was their yeah. age, the most flying I did was in my." Parents station wagon and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we won't go to Paris. Yeah, yeah. It's um, like, well, I guess yeah, so. It's like... But you yeah. have left your child behind, so maybe you should give more of a shit. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you don't know what... I mean, it's a, it's like a sort of pop culture ongoing thing, isn't it? Like, what the fuck did Kevin's dad do for a living to... But, I mean, yeah, he's obviously very focused on it because he could not give two shits about his family. It's, yeah. Uh, it, must, it takes up a lot of his thought, pra- thought process, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's um, very busy. Okay, he's very. busy. He must be busy. He's got a lot on his mind. Listen, the kids are fine. Yeah. They're in coach. I've heard of that before. I actually wrote that down. Like sticking um, the kids in coach. Is that a thing? Sticking the kids in coach. Wow. I feel like I've seen that in another TV show, but um, or film. Yeah, really odd to me. I mean, the idea. Yeah. I, well, I get. I guess if there's loads the dad, of them, the- you can't bring them in first class. Can could you? I- well, you probably couldn't no, be bougie could... enough. I don't know, but yeah, and you feel like they almost are. Yeah, the dad's bad, and and the un- and the uncle is the other is the other absolute piece of shit. Like he's like such a male Karen, isn't he? For like yeah, <laughs> yeah. But he's he is he. I think the dad is more problematic because we're clearly meant to see him as some sort of benign element, whereas Uncle Frank is just a, an actual bellend and is really yes. mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's compares, outwardly mean. Yeah, and he compares leaving their youngest child behind to leaving his reading glasses. You know, that kind of... Yeah. And he also calls Kevin a jerk to yeah. his face. Very meanly, <laughs> yeah. Very... You're a jerk. You're a jerk. And that's, again, I think they do strike a balance quite well in terms of... You can see this isn't an abusive household. It's not... No. It's not... It, you know, everyone's just kind of doing their own thing. But I did think, God, that's... To turn around and say to an eight-year-old, you've ruined this! 
Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Not, it's savage. It, and all of them as well. All they of all them turn around, they're like... With great reproach. Staring him down. Yeah, like, you... You little and one, of, one of them calls him. A, one of them calls him a disease. A disease, I know, very topical. But he's quite... I think, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know it's not an abusive household because... Uh, Kevin takes it all quite well. <laughs> when 15 people all gang up on him, he's all like, well, I'm going to bed then. He's like, yeah. pretty, he's pretty much like, I'll get fucked. Well, so let's talk about Kevin for a bit. Yeah. Because, well, we need, <laughs> we need to, to talk about we Kevin. We do need to talk about Kevin. Um, because my, my overarching impression, and I've never had this before, but on this viewing, yeah. I was like, this eight-year-old child is way more competent than any man I've ever been in a romantic relationship with and cohabiting with. He is yeah. fucking cutting down a Christmas tree. He's doing laundry. He's fucking yeah. hanging decorations. He goes to the shops and gets toilet paper. Presumably they're not out of toilet paper. They look like they've got a lot of toilets. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I was so impressed. He goes to get a toothbrush. He's using deodorant. He's a he cooks. He cooks. He showers. He, um, yeah, no, he's very, he's he, extremely competent. He takes himself to bed. He pours himself a glass of milk with his macaroni and cheese and lights a couple of candles. I yeah, mean, he's, yeah, yeah, he's really, I mean, I, that's why I kept on thinking about it is like, in some ways he's extremely intelligent, but at the same time, he still thinks that Santa is the reason that all this has happened. I, he still thinks that he, he thinks that he's wished his family away and he thinks that if he asks Santa to come to bring them back, then they will come back. But at the same time, he's extremely resourceful and clever. I got the impression again, <laughs> this time watching it. Okay. I would, it would make a lot of sense to me if this child was neurodivergent. You know, if he yeah, yeah, has yeah, yeah. Asperger's or autism in some respect. Yeah, the, some sort of high functioning. Yeah, 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 exactly. he's got his shit together. He's obviously feeling things, but he's not one to like be like, mama, he'll just be like, okay, what's the practical thing? Maybe I'll go into this church. That might make me feel better. Maybe I'll go and get a toothbrush. You know, maybe if I, yeah, <sighs> Santa's taken, taken my parents away. I'll go and talk to Santa. I'll go and have a word, you know? Very yeah, practical. Yeah, very practical, but in the yeah, in in a very strange way. He doesn't at any point think I'll go to a neighbor and I'll find an adult. I mean, and I'll figure that out. He's like, "Oh, you know, I'll just sort of live on my own and, and I guess, ask Santa if he can help." <laughs> I guess maybe And he knows it's not Santa as well. He's like, "I know you're not the real Santa, but you're Santa's friend." Anyway, I haven't gone to a policeman or social services or anything like that but that just, is just... the age uh eeyore that is the age <laughs> <laughs> that is the age where they're like oh i i get it sometimes parents lie to you and then you have to question them and go but no i know that the tooth fairy doesn't exist and then parents because they're bullshitters will be like oh yeah no the tooth fairy doesn't exist but actually uh, she doesn't come no you're right she doesn't come to the house but you write her a note and then they email it and then it comes yes. back. You know, they make some bullshit up. I recently yeah. was with my friend's kids. They're obsessed with Pokemon. And I had a great time just making up a shitload of Pokemon and telling them what type <laughs> of Pokemon they were, making them draw them. I was like, no, that's wrong. Oh my God, do you not know what a shingle bingle is? And that's very fun. So I guess... And they knew. Yeah. They, they, they'll, they'll believe anything. They'll yeah. believe anything you feed them. So a smart yeah. kid like Kevin, I can imagine him being like... Mm, that's not Santa because that Santa was here and this is there's a Santa there. That's not possible. And then, you know, the parent being like, you're right. Santa's so yeah. busy over Christmas. He sends out some other people, but they're all friends of Santa. So that's how they get your list back. 
I can feel the lie yeah. forming on my lips already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You okay, know. okay, okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um... I mean, we never see a setup of... I was thinking it would be cool if in the opening month, you know, set up, we'd see him kind of being good at building stuff, Lego oh, I see. or something like that. Well, set, set up that he's an extremely resourceful child. Because we don't see anything like that. He He's just doing his, you know, he's like existing and doing very well. That's sort of the point, isn't it? Because that, like... He sets up a whole the- cocktail party in the front room, a shadow puppetry show yeah 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 but they're all shocked aren't they when he comes home and they're like oh i've got to go get some milk and he's like i got the milk and i've done this and they're all like oh kevin can do stuff and so i feel like that's kind of the point isn't it that he's like a he's like a useless eight-year-old and then and then put in his element he he, he shows everybody what he can fighting do. crime yeah so i think maybe yeah maybe there hadn't been any kind of indication that he was this resourceful until he was in this situation that is true um, that is true um, and the stuff that... I do like it. I mean, I do like how much of its time it was because lots of the stuff that happens wouldn't be able to happen now. Like... Like, the whole reason the whole reason they're late for the flight is because a tree knocks out the power, so the alarm clocks all go off. Do you know what? And that... Isn't it? That happened yeah, to my parents I, once. I remember coming really? home from a club. Because, yeah, guys, I used to go clubbing. <laughs> um, remember club? Remember club? Club? Uh, <laughs> but I was like... 15 or 16, me and my friend came back and my dad, I think think we got a phone call. But yeah, then we were trying to sort of like brush our teeth or whatever. And my dad like charging into the bathroom in his underwear being like, we've got to get a cab right now. The guy was outside. Power cut. Alarm. No shit, really? And it's exactly the same thing. He was going to miss a flight. Yeah, it was for a flight. And and the alarm clock hadn't gone off. Yeah, I've walked mad. It's a real thing. I mean, we used to be just a lot less a lot less backed up i guess you know if something yeah. went wrong yeah. you it it went wrong you know just one thing one thing would stop yeah i always think that you know like do you ever think about that all the time like yeah whenever you meet someone now everyone's always late because they'll just text and they'll be like oh i'm running late but like you know back then no one had a phone so if someone was late or they got delayed for an hour then what you just had to sit there for an hour and then you went home and were like, oh, they don't, they didn't come. I definitely have done things like that, had things like that happen where you'd meet someone. I, you know, I'd be a little you in Camden, meet someone and be like, cool, we'll meet here, such and such time. Yeah. And then either I'd fuck up or they wouldn't show up, and you'd just be like, oh well, I guess I never see that person again. Yeah, I guess that's it. My plans have changed. I've sat here for an hour. They've not come. And I'll go home now. I don't know if I've... I I don't know why I get the feeling that I might have brought this up in a previous podcast, but I'm going to tell you anyway. And if I have, I'm going to cut it out. Um, (laughs) But my ex, and I think about this. It didn't even happen to me, but I think about this a lot. This old boyfriend I had, he said that um, he'd met this girl in a club. They'd... And he'd gone back to hers. They were young, you know, like 17 or something. And they'd really clicked he'd spent the morning with her family and it was all really like really nice and then what, after a one night thing yeah i know very progressive you know what are you white people like wow I don't know. but then <laughs> <laughs> but then he'd like gone off home uh like got a taxi and gone home lost his phone in the taxi yeah or something like and that lost the number lost the number and just was never able never able to contact and that, was it. that was it so he was like yeah. cool i'll see you next week i can't wait you know 
this is the start of something, get something magical, you know, start of a relationship or whatever. But yeah. I think so much about that girl because I'm like, she would yeah. think, oh, that could be a what? formative part of her, the way she views yes, men. exactly. That's what, and she's like, I never trusted a man ever again yeah. because of that one guy who came, he met my family and then, yeah, he just ghosted me. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I, yeah, yeah. So she's like home alone. She's home alone. Yeah. She's Kevin McAllister. Yeah, I mean, guess back to, back to Home Alone. But back to bloody they home left alone. the kid, man. Like, we can't overlook that. That's your <laughs> youngest child. And I know there's a lot, and, and they've put all the things, you know, they've missed the alarm, they're rushing they've around. They've put in as many, as many reasons, like, yeah, they've really piled on reasons why it could believably happen, I think. And also, and she has a moment at the end with John Candy where she's been like, oh God, I'm a terrible mother. Not we're terrible parents or everyone's really shit at keeping track of Kevin because it wasn't her sole responsibility. Just saying. No, but she's the mum. But she's the mum. She's the mum who's decided to stay and fly and wait for a flight and fly back. The dad was like, okay, bye, honey. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, you're going to my. I'm going to my brother's house in Paris. I'm going to have a couple of nice days. Fucking hell. Um, But she's like, do you think I'm a bad parent? You know, this probably being the first time I've even tried to look at it from the parents' point of view. Watching that, it's like, yeah, you just... These things do happen, right? Yeah. You drop the kid, you lose yeah. the kid. Yeah, it must happen. I'm, but yeah, yeah. Or but you do things that you regret. You shout at I the remember kid. My, my, dad, my dad kicked me out of the car once when we were on holiday. Amazing. In uh, in Canada, we were driving somewhere like near the Great Lakes in Canada, and I I can't remember why I was being like a little shit. And then he was like, "If you don't stop, if you don't be quiet, I'm gonna kick you out of this car." And I was like, "Well, you, you can't kick me out of the car." I was like, "Thought I thought I had all the cars." I was like, "Cool is bluff." I was like, well, "You're not allowed to kick me out of the car." And he was like, "Watch me!" And he literally like slammed on the brakes, was like, "Get out of the car!" And then he drove off. And then I was like, was just like standing next to one of the Great Lakes in Canada, like, "What the fuck am I doing That's here?" Then incredible, uh, yeah. And apparently it was like pandemonium in the car. Like my mum and my, my sister started crying. My mum was like, you can't leave him here. What are you doing? And so then he literally just had to like turn around and come back. But there was like 10, 15 minutes where I was just sitting like in Canada. Like, oh, what's going on here? I just and, uh, 100% I'm behind it up. that. Yeah. I just think Yeah, that still bring it up. It's like, it's hard. It must be hard it to is. My mom's I'm sure shit like that happens. My mum's done that to me, definitely. But I was like near my house. So it, it didn't, I was like, yeah, okay, fine. I will. I'm going to go to this park and I'm going to knock off my friend. So go yeah, fuck yourself. And, I, and I'll walk home later because <laughs> yeah. I'm just around the corner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes you must just be like, if you don't get out of the car, I'm going to punch you in the head. So you need to get out of the yeah. fucking car. <laughs> Genuinely, it must be so hard not to punch your kids sometimes. I think that, or I think that a lot. Yeah, I'm amazed. I get, I get, I, especially with teachers. I don't understand why that's not in the news more often. Yeah. Like, you always read, you always like have these stories and it's like, so many paedophiles so at schools. Yeah, well, that's a good place for them to hang out, I guess. I guess, but I just feel like... I worked at a school for a bit and I was like, oh, I want to punch so many. Like, I was like, none of these, I, I don't, I, I, there's no part of me that wants to give them the gift of education. be romantic with any of these kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah, see. No, oh, I no, see. No. I was just like, I don't understand why, like, why are so many people fucking kids Maybe. when they're so punchable? <laughs> That's what I don't get. Oh, <laughs> I'm surprised. God. I'm surprised it's not like every month you open the newspaper, it's like, oh, oh you see this, another, another teacher beat the shit out of a kid. 
I'm just, oh. I can't believe it's not happening all the time. Oh god, this conversation's so off brand for this podcast, but Oh sorry, sorry Emily, you're not here to control anything, <laughs> so here we go. Uh, she's probably off punching her kid, so <laughs> I mean there is the bit uh, I was thinking that when 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 Kevin goes to church when he's Oh my god, he wrote that down. And he meets and he meets the neighbor. The scary neighbor. He's like, so his older brother yeah. has kind of set up uh, a miss, you know, there's a next door neighbor who's an old grizzled man who's always digging the snow with his snow spade shovel. shovel yeah, yeah. So, snow shovel. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, he killed all his family and he'll, you know, he'll murder you, blah, blah, blah. Again, quite sort of, you know, going up to the line in terms of this is a kid's film. Um, yeah. You know, yeah, nightmare yeah. inducing stuff. Like that. Yeah. And yeah, sorry, go on. So he goes into this church, which... He goes in. But also, you say, like, the brother starts this rumour that the old man next door's a murderer. When Kevin finally meets the old man, the first thing the old man says is, there's a lot of rumours going around about me. They're not true. Yeah. And it's like, wait a minute. So this is like a known thing that everyone thinks he's a murderer. Yeah. No smoke without fire. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. I see. Well, I mean, I- so that's the first thing you say. Listen, I know everyone thinks I'm a murderer. I'm not. He- okay. Well, then to- that's put to bed. <laughs> So true. And Kevin's just like, okay, oh, I hadn't thought about it like but that. He, That's exactly what a murderer yeah, would say. Yeah, but he also says to Kevin, you know, you can just say hi to me when you see me. The, Kevin has literally screamed in fear on two occasions yeah. upon seeing, on, upon coming into contact with this man. Like the man is there for the scream. Like he yeah, sees yeah, the fear. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you, the 70 year old man, why don't you do something to assuage the fear of this eight-year-old child rather than just staring yeah. at him like a killer? I know. Especially when he's covered in blood at one point. He sees him in the shop and he's got a bloody yeah. hand and he slams his bloody hand We'll never hand find out why that is. Yeah, is that why you're like, never find oh, hi, out why that Kevin, is. is it? From next door? I know. Do that. Kevin, is it? Listen, I know everyone thinks I'm a murderer. I'm not. Oh, good. I thought seeing you sit here on your own in an empty church, I thought this would be a good time to approach you. Sit next to you and have a chat about how I'm not a murderer. (laughs) I know. And then goes on to say, when Kevin's like, I'm just not feeling very good about myself. And he goes, well, if you're not feeling good about yourself, church is the place to come. (laughs) And I was like, no, no, no. That was something that I definitely um, was like, that would never. And in a way, I found it quite wholesome and quite sort of um, the words. Yeah, well, relaxing almost in terms of that you could make a film designed to make everyone feel good and just be like oh and then we bring in the christmas spirit so he goes into a church and he feels better he gets some guidance from a sort of guardian angel character because that is what he ends up being um yeah wise old man wise old man who then helps him out at the end of the film you just couldn't kind of helps him out kind of helps it well yeah knocks out um harry and marv that was another thing he turns up knocks out both of the baddies and then just fucks off no he takes them with him doesn't he yeah, but then he just leaves him at home. And then Kevin still goes to bed on his own and wakes up the Fuck next morning. Fuck me, I didn't even think about that. And then his family, like, this kid, the guy Ooh. finds Kevin in a, in a house that's not his own, <gasps> that's flooded. 
with saves him from two men who are about to brutally murder him. Bite off him. his fingers. They're about to bite his bite fingers off his, off. They're literally about to bite off his fingers. He beats up these men, saves the kid, and then goes, anyway, you're all right to spend the night on your own at home, aren't you? And then fucks I off. I didn't even think of that. He literally says, we better get you home. He's like, what? He's like, let's get you home. And Done then and I'm going to fuck off, obviously. That's yeah, so yeah. fucking true. That's insane. Uh, no. I know, really just like, I was like, wait, hang on, he's still at home on his own. Like, also, even the police turn up and arrest him and no one's like looking I after I feel like some kid. red flags have definitely been popping up around, you know, that he, he and only he really is in a position to have spotted, like, I've seen this kid around doing a lot of stuff that a kid wouldn't normally do, like shopping. I know. And shoveling, you know, doing this yeah. stuff. And... Uh, at church he seems really scared like, he's saying like I just want my family back I guess family is good yeah. then he's like you better be running off home you you live yeah. next door to him why don't you walk him home it's fucking dark outside exactly and do you, and, and no yeah and do you know what I think this was a real yeah I thought just a lot of this this is uh, well no this might be a bit of a stretch no go on Jack but I was like this is, a, this is a 90s film they're very wealthy these people they clearly have no contact with their neighbours whatsoever there's no community spirit in this place it's basically like a Reaganomics movie I think I feel like Reaganomics is what's led to this movie it's happening it's interesting because the like, brother if, says doesn't if he? there was any sort he's like does he? Well, he just says like Here's the three reasons why nothing's going to happen. One, because my life isn't that good. Two, because blah, blah, blah. And three, because we live on the most boring road in the whole of America. And I did think, yeah, it's very isolated, kind of like my home is my castle. Very isolated. They've got no contact. Yeah. I, well, I think that is a big, that's a big message of the, show, of the film. It's very American. It's very like, protect your property. <laughs> If if anyone if anyone sits foot in my property, I'm within my rights to do whatever the fuck I want to him. <laughs> I'm gonna burn him in the face. I'm gonna I'm gonna stab him. I'm gonna yeah. like the things he does to the and it's that's, like that's like joy. That's another thing. And do you know what? Go on. And I want to know more. You know, we don't know how Kevin's made how Kevin's dad's made his money. We don't know the backstory to Joe Pesci and the other guy. <laughs> Joe I, Pesci and the other maybe, guy. Maybe. Maybe Kevin's dad is like some shady property developer who's fucked over these guys, and that's why they're now. Burgling. I mean, let's just assume that he's a white collar criminal. Let's just let's just assume because how does anyone I think get it's that? It's mad not to. <laughs> how does anyone it's get mad that? Not rich? to assume that that rich and support five kids in that lavish lifestyle. And then I think he's definitely this is the, yeah. yeah. I think Kevin Kevin's a little he's a little fucking narc. This is some quite reasonable. <laughs> like economic redistribution that's happening and i think uh and he's just and and people are seeing at home being like look how great it is to watch people get what they deserve for trying to take property property is so important the thing is i laughed several times out loud quite joyfully at the extreme torture that Macaulay Culkin yeah. was subjecting these two men to and they were just coming back for more their performances uh, I think what makes the latter part of the of the film because they take it so yeah. fucking seriously and it's just it is really good. so it is good. Really good every reaction it's I'm like, I want to see that again I want to see Joe Pesci <laughs> like fucking yeah. Muttley it is great but I do think maybe Joe Pesci's character is like a communist hero and I think he doesn't get the he doesn't get the run out that's a good point though because they (laughs) later you know when they finally get taken in they are 
Marv sets up a thing of going, oh, I left the taps running. That's a thing that I do. That's our calling card. That's the calling card. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then at the end of the film, the cops are like in in their little sort of ADR voices being like, well, we've been looking (laughs) for you guys. And thanks to you always leaving the taps running, we know exactly how many you've been terrorizing. Why I ought to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so... And then Marv's still like, and we're the wet bandits. bandits. Oh, Marv is so good. But... Um, I was like, so they clearly, they've done enough of these jobs to make a real name for themselves in law enforcement. Yeah. Why are they having to wear some, why are they driving some broken ass uh, van and have like, you know, scraggly clothes? They're not down on their luck. So they must be communist heroes because they must be using that money for something. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. They're pouring it back into the community. (laughs) Unlike Kevin's dad. (laughs) Who's fucking hoarding everything for himself, like Jess Bezos? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Kevin's dad, I bet, is like, I don't know if you ever find out his name. No, I think it's Peter. Dick Cheney. No, it's Peter. <laughs> oh, it's Peter. <laughs> I was pretty sure it was Dick Cheney. We we just don't know who he really Dick is. Got loads of kids. Who he really is. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's um, maybe it's Jacob Rees-Mogg. Um, yeah, yeah, it's that kind of vibe. But yeah, so I think. But um, there is something yeah, to be think... said for the fact of like maybe we should just, maybe, you know, I was looking at the dad being like, well, outcome was the same, whether you chilled or not chilled. Maybe I need to be more like yeah. dad and just be like, well, well, yeah, I got five kids, that's true. I can afford to lose one of them. And ironically, he he's probably got insurance. He probably could have afforded to lose the house. It wouldn't have made any difference. Oh yeah, if they had been burgled, also, that would it would have been it wouldn't have been any any skin off his teeth or whatever the phrase is. He would have been fine. <laughs> this is the actor in me, right, that needs attention because at the end, <laughs> when they're like, what what did you do when they all get home? They're like, well, what were you up to while you were here, Kevin? And he was like, oh, it's just hanging out. And I was like, one, no, you yeah. weren't. You got some, you got, you got some, some stories. fucking like bitch ass stories there. Two, yeah. two, um, did you do the cleanup of all those, you know, fucking oil on the front stoop and glue yeah. here and there's tar on the stairs, fire, fire coming out of this and that and the other. And you, did you do a cleanup? And I would want the fucking, even if I wasn't like, oh, you, there were burglars trying to kill me. I would be like, yeah. but you do need to give me props for how fucking sick the house looks. You would not believe what I what I've sorted out. It's incredible. It is mad. But apart from his brother's room, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. A yeah. full deep clean plus I cut down a tree. Somehow yeah. balanced the tree. The hardest part of getting a tree. Yeah. Decorated it. What'd you do? Where Where'd you get those decorations? Is there another attic? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, where's he got the pot for the tree? Um, where? Yeah, where's where's the Michael Jordan cutout gone? He's put that away. And the two safe. the two mannequins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so many mannequins in that house. Yeah, I don't know where those mannequins um, came from. Maybe from the scary attic. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, very, you know, very low key. He's very. He's keeping yeah. it very low key. Um, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, no, yeah. He definitely, he definitely should be mouthing off about it more. He should be very proud. But that's the kind of guy that he is. Yeah, he's yeah, exactly. And it, it will come back psychologically. Um, I mean, <laughs> to haunt, to him. haunt him. He'll have a coke problem, and well, I mean, he did famously in real life. That's that's so, true. Uh, yeah, but it's going to definitely happen to Kevin as well. Some sort of like 
PTSD. Well, he won't be able to I feel like he's years. not going to be able to have a good relationship with his dad because even though they got back at the same time, he knows that his mum was desperately trying to get to him. Yeah, yeah. What? But his relationship with dad will never. Be I the feel same. like dad. Dad didn't you, care. You'd be like. So yeah, and then mum, oh my god, and then my mum like raced across the country and she was in a, a van full of cameo uh, polka players. Polka singers. Polka singers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's another and, classic bit. And of, dad, dad just saw out more of the holiday, basically. Yeah, and, and then flew, I was like, oh, time. he'll be fine. What are you going to do? And then flew back. I'd be like, don't you give a shit about me? Yeah. Speaking of the, the polka players, which is just... There's some good cameos. There's John Candy. There's some... Beautiful, but yeah, go on. Yeah, I... I completely forgot. No, no, I wrote down that there were just a, quite a few fun cameos in the um, Mr. Heckles yeah. from Friends. Yeah. Turning up as a cop. But then also, do you watch Succession? Yes. Um, really fun seeing Kieran Culkin. I know. AKA Roman from Succession. Tiny baby. I didn't realise that he was in it. Tiny little. Bedwetter. Tiny little him. Yeah. Playing his Playing his cousin. So cute. Yeah, that was quite fun. But when they're in the John Candy bit, and he's in the back of the van and she's like, oh, am, I, am I a bad mother? It's only occurring to me now, but he then does a whole like, oh, it's okay. These, these things happen. We yeah, All yeah, of yeah. these men are really <laughs> shit parents. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, Again, yeah, yeah. perpetuating yeah. this thing of like, well, what can, dads are going to dad. What are you going to do? You know? Yeah, it really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just not nurturing like women. Oh, I, yeah. I, I know I'm fucking up my kid, but... Pff, you know, uh, I'm John Candy. So what are you yeah. going to do? Right. I've got to go. I've got to yeah. be on the road and play polka. Yeah, on Christmas Eve, inexplicably. Bizarre. Like, are they going to do a gig on Christmas Day? I don't know. I don't know. Like they're driving all of Christmas Eve, so they must have a gig on Christmas Day. I, I don't. I didn't understand who's who's paying to go see polka music on Christmas. Day. <laughs> It might be a free gig, Jack. So did you think about that? Well, someone's <laughs> going to be putting it on. Someone's funding for this polka band to be travelling. To be hiring I a, don't buy a van. It. Okay, here's something that I wrote down, and it's jumping way back to the beginning of the movie, but let's do it. Okay, great, yeah. The dad, uh, sorry, Joe Pesci, who's one of the robbers, and I'd totally forgotten this, but he comes in at the beginning while they're all running around packing, like the whole house is is in disarray. Yeah. And kid, everyone's ignoring him, but he comes in as a cop, like yeah. pretending to be a cop to kind of... Sort of casing the joint. Casing the joint under the pretense yeah. of, you know, are you going to be locking up carefully and all this stuff? Yeah. And Frank... Are you going away? Yeah, are you going away? Can I have the key to the back door? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I was like, he's ignored. He's, he's roundly ignored. And I did think... Yeah. Okay, He's still a white guy. He's a white policeman come in. What would it be if, if Eddie Murphy was playing that character? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, not he, crucially, because there, 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 there weren't an any entirely white, white characters cursed. in the whole film. Yeah. There was one woman working for the airline who was, uh, who when they turned up and they're like, did we miss the plane? And she's like, no, you didn't miss the plane. So, so that's yeah. fine then. And she... So yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, that was that was the, that was the diversity <laughs> checkbox. Yeah. Yes, what? But like, would, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? But so would Eddie Murphy have been allowed into the house if, if yeah, if they were? It would. Know, it would yeah. just be such a different film if uh, Harry and Marv were not a couple of white goons. You know. Well, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Because yeah. then, then it would 
seem... In that neighbourhood, they wouldn't have been allowed to drive around with that level of freedom. Could, Someone yeah. would have... They would have been on the phone immediately. They would have really been... Um, they, it, they, were, they were out there with impunity, quite frankly, just bopping yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. But it's like that kind of... Ra- that's kind of the neighbourhood that you got the feeling. You know, like the, that couple in the summer who, like, came out of their house, like, waving guns? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I think they live, like, on that street, basically. <laughs> so, like... If the if the bad guys had hadn't been white, I think there would have been a neighbour would have shot them before Kevin had a chance to get anywhere near. Yeah, them. and also, yeah, but also it would give a whole different aspect to the brutality with which they are then done away with. You know? Oh yeah, I guess so. And their insistence, like there are other fucking houses to rob. Yeah, what? it's it's male pride though, isn't it? He's got it in his head mm. that he wants to get this one. It's quite perverse yeah, though, because yeah. you're like. There is a child. Like, it's one thing to be like, I'm a sick thief and I'm going to rob the place up and this and that. But to just be like, oh, yeah, no, this is, um, I don't care if there's an eight-year-old in there. I'll kill him and I'll bite yeah. his fingers off. Why not? Yeah, because he's, he's made me feel silly Yeah, now. he's made me feel and silly now, and I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to keep trying to it, as much, yeah. even though I'm getting like, all of these things, any one of those things that happened to Harry and Marv, an iron to the face from a great height, a, hu- a, a full tin of paint swung from a banister, um, yeah. and like a blowtorch to the head. Excuse me, you didn't know yeah. that's where his head would be. If it was... A nail in the foot. If that was Harry had walked in that door and set off the like the fire blower. The blowtorch, blow yeah. It'd be his face. It would have been his face. You would have given him yeah. third degree burns to his I know. face and the, and the audience would have loved because yeah. that's what you get that's what you get for fucking with another man's property how dare and you? i did love it i was laughing my fucking ass off <laughs> I, I was like what am i a, am i a sadist i think i'm a sadist yeah no you're a capitalist that's what mm-hmm, it is mm-hmm. i was <laughs> i was full of indignation the way they the way they treat people in the service industry in this film the poor the poor pizza delivery boy poor pizza delivery boy who thinks he's gonna die because he's not getting tipped yeah the uh the, the people working at the airline who they can't do anything it's christmas eve they can't just magic a new flight out of their ass and they're getting such a hard time from this stupid family who've left their own kid behind <laughs> it's not their fault they left their kid behind it's a bunch of bloody karens in this film hey. it's karen Karen alone. They really, I did, um, I was like, well, the police surely, I don't quite understand how that storyline worked because they were like, yeah, fine. They eventually relent and go, okay, we'll, we'll send, we'll someone, send around. someone around. They send someone around. They're like, doesn't look like there's anyone here. Well, that's fine. House looks secure. Yeah. We categorically told you that a tiny child is on their own. Is there on their own? Well, but doesn't he like he put the he puts the TV on or something? He's like, well, the TV's on. I guess someone's oh, home that, or something. No, no, I don't think. Doesn't, I think on, doesn't something. I don't think on that. Oh, no, bit. no, because he no he hides under the bed, doesn't he? Because he's scared, so he's just yeah, hiding under the bed. Hidden. So, oh, yeah, he's hidden. So they're like oh, yeah, yeah, instead yeah, of going, we've had a report that an eight-year-old is home alone, home alone, in this home property. Alone. That's the name of the movie. <laughs> he's home alone, guys. <laughs> and th- therefore, if I'm knocking and no one's answering, that child has accidentally hung himself from the cord 
of yeah. a window blind. So I need to break into yeah. that house and save that child. Or slash, he's hiding under the bed, which is exactly what's happening. Because like, that's probably what a, a scared kid will be doing. Well, I guess I, I guess the eight-year-old can't come to the door right now. So he's either dead or he's not here. Eat both of which we should yeah. investigate, being the police department. Exactly, and 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 being the American police department, that's probably what they are going to bother investigating. Yeah, you know. They don't actually solve any bloody crimes. All they do is, you know, they help white people out and they harass black people. <laughs> That's probably what they would have been. Well, maybe so he was like, down on his quota and he just had to, like, get back. Yeah, he was, yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe he saw, like, one black character walking nearby and he was like, oh, fuck, <laughs> i got to go and get him out of the neighbourhood. Never mind this white gotta kid. Got to keep my quota of harassment um, up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But um, there's some, some great zingers, some great, like, it is a great thing. I mean, what you're saying about dark jokes, one thing that really made me laugh is... <laughs> it's the bit when he escapes from the house by like going on a zip line oh, yeah. across to his tree house and they're like where did he go and mom's like maybe he committed suicide <laughs> i know Such and then line. when they catch him in the house when they finally catch him and they're like i'm gonna bite your fingers off which is frankly horrifying and then when he goes to put the finger yeah. in his mouth i was like it's half laughable and half terrifying yeah but he also says yeah. Oh no, it's a bit earlier on. He goes, I'm going to snap off your cojones and boil them in motor oil. And I was like, wow, we're okay with the Spanish to say, you know, it's okay if you say, I'm going to cut this (laughs) small child's dick off. And boil it. Yeah. It's fine. It's cojones. Hmm. What's what's wrong with that? There should be an alternative ending where he doesn't call the police and they do. And like, what? were they going to do to him? Just, and and got to have like um, a one very nitpicky thing as well with that because he does call the police. So the phone lines yeah. are working now, are they? No, you think yeah. that dad would be they like, I'm just going to keep calling the house line. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they have come on at some point and no one has run. But he, he, it's all part of his little kind of, his dance. You know, he, he knows, okay, then I do this and I'm going to run to the bedroom and call the police. And so I'm like, the phone line works. <laughs> no one's calling you. Yeah. That's deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The phone hasn't gone since since they've come back on. Yeah, exactly. you would just and he's presumably tried it at some point, so he didn't choose to call the police or anyone at that point. Well, he's very much. I mean, he's clearly been taught to just look, just look after yourself, mate. Just look after yourself. Don't make a fucking fuss. If you find yourself home alone, don't you dare ask for any. <laughs> Frankly, help. You're I, on fu- your own I now. found him very attractive as a mate. I was like, really? Yeah, I'm like, this, this guy knows what he's this doing. This guy, he's fucking, he's getting up, he's getting on with shit. He's like, I'm making a list, I'm checking it twice. I've got to get laundry detergent, yeah. I've got to go get a toothbrush. He's not dilly dally. Oh shit, he's no not- one's going to be around. I better put the Christmas tree up and hang up the stockings. Now I've made yeah. dinner for myself. Set, what are you doing? I better set some booby traps. Yeah, that's true. If it had been me, then they would have broken in. I would have been like, oh, I was just thinking about making dinner. I haven't even put one booby trap down yet. <laughs> like, I just have this like list of stuff that I haven't got, quite got round to. <laughs> oh, no way. I haven't done any of my, my jobs. <laughs> yeah. I was just playing Tetris on my phone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. I was procrastinating. <laughs> Oh, God. I would have just done so much more of the playing. When he's, like, shooting <laughs> stuff with the little yeah. air gun, I would have just been... Do- oh, no! Oh, fuck. 
It is so convenient, though. I do love it how they're like, when they're trying to break in, they're like, hey, and they make the plan so loud. He just opens the window and they're like, listen, we'll come back and we'll burgle the house at nine o'clock. And then, and then they turn up, bang, on nine, nine o'clock. And he's like, good, I've just finished my dinner and now it's, like, it's time to defend I'm the sorry, house. I have an appointment at nine. Um, yeah, yeah, it's very, exactly. very impressive. I'll go home, I'll, I'll squeeze in some mac and cheese quickly, and uh, I know that nine is what I'm working to, and then, right, finished. Okay, it's nine o'clock. Oh, good, they're here. Right, perfect. I'm yes, ready to thwart some out. burglars now. Great stuff. Exactly, but, no, but he does get everything done. Yeah, like you say, it, it helps to work to a deadline, doesn't <laughs> exactly. it? Exactly. Listen. Yeah, I would never, you're never going to booby trap your house. <laughs> Just generally, like, left to your own devices. I haven't booby-trapped my house at all, but if I knew the burglars were coming at nine, I would it's get It's on it my done. to-do list, of course. Yes, of course. It's yeah. always It's always on my to-do list. At the bottom list. of the it's to-do list. There. Exactly. Uh, but if you know the burglars are coming at nine, then you're going to get it done. You're going to get it done for nine. And that was lucky. It was lucky that he had that deadline. Yeah. Otherwise, he wouldn't. Yeah, in fact, yeah. yeah, no wonder he he persevered and he prospered from that. So, you know. Yeah. Actually, exactly. no props to you, Kevin. Although. No. Although he's like still, I say. Well, he's, still, he's, still, he's still a very attractive man. Still mate. a better prospect than, than most <laughs> men that I've encountered. I'm bitter. Okay. <laughs> Allow me that. Allow it to me. <laughs> bitter. Yeah, you can you can have that. Um, yeah, Buzz. Yeah, but and Buzz was not an attractive mate. I feel like Buzz. Buzz, Buzz kind of summed up a lot of a lot of the sort of backward attitudes. Just of sort of very American I machismo. Thought. Yeah, I heard that the girls in France don't shave their arms. Yes. Well, they don't shave their Psych. pits. <sighs> Therefore, I, a thirteen-year-old boy with a head like a toaster, <laughs> is not yeah, going to deign exactly. to fuck them. I think yeah, you're all right, exactly. mate. Actually, I think you can just. I think they'll be fine. Think... You know there are French men in France, so you can just yeah. step off, Buzz. Exactly. I don't think the French women are losing any sleep over you, Buzz. <laughs> but you but then, yeah, yourself. Kevin's a bit savage as well. When Kevin sees uh, Kevin, call, Kevin calls his girlfriend a dog. Yeah, that's um, which I thought was quite. That tough. was that was not legit. That was not so cool from Kev. Mm. Um, I read a funny thing about that on the internet. A while ago, though, apparently that picture that he looks at that's Buzz's girlfriend is actually the son of one of the crew. Oh, okay. Um, it's like the director's son because they felt too harsh, like putting out a casting call for ugly girl. So they were like, nothing's so they... more unattractive than a man dressed as a woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> that's exactly. fine to mug off. Yeah. Yeah, or maybe just the thought the son could take it more. So they just put him in a wig and told him to pull a funny that face. That is, I and guess, that was, yeah. That was, yeah, but you're right. Yeah, also not great. No, but you, yeah. it, you know, when it comes to that, none of us can in, can can imagine finding a man attractive. <laughs> so we'll make this man the woman. Oh, look, we've come um, full circle to what the last episode we did, which was Ace Ventura. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, is there anything else you have on your brain about this? I don't know. No, mo- no. No, I don't think so. Mostly that it was like real wealth porn. And I do feel like Marvin and Joe Pesci didn't get a fair run. But um, I hugely enjoyed it and it was great. Yeah, uh, same. I will say, I think it's just occurring to me now, but I think they, they managed to pivot that a little bit with Harry and Marv that they, they both seem so gleefully into inflicting there's no... That's their raison d'etre. 
how um marv yeah. particularly is a bit like sadistic yeah i'm like you're a dark horse mate because i know that joe pesci is the yeah. boss but I think you really yeah. like to fuck shit up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe Pesci. You killed some animals like. in your time, slowly. Exactly, exactly. That's why I like Joe Pesci. He's just like, he's economical, you know. He's doing this out of necessity. Yeah. He's not gratuitous. He's a professional. Whereas Marv's, Marv's the nutter a bit yeah. more. Yeah, but in order to, yeah, um, and in order to... Um, to avoid us from going, from, from having any empathy with them... They don't at any point go, the reason why we're robbing is yeah, because yeah, of this. Yeah, yeah. They're just like, we love cat burgling. <laughs> we're bad. And we're, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'd like to see. I just want to see one scene of like Joe Pesci giving his son a kiss goodnight yeah. at, at, eight, at 8.30 <laughs> when he's leaving the house to go for his nine o'clock burgling. <laughs> I just want him to go into Harry Jr. and be like, Hopefully there'll be presents for Christmas. Yeah. I know. I know times have been tough recently, you know, after your mum died. (laughs) You know, she contracted cancer after drinking the water that got polluted by Kevin's dad's uh, pharmaceutical company. Yeah, and we're forced to live in in the radius of that nuclear power plant because it's the only place we can afford on our salary because, yeah, of course, son... Exactly. Of course, everything's bad in this town now since the McAllisters, you know, they basically hoard all of the wealth in the whole area and in that one street. And so a lot of us have just got to scrimp and save and try and get by. But you'll never be able to go to college because it costs 30 grand to send a kid to college. It's insane. Yeah, Um, So a kid, you're just going to stay in the cycle of poverty forever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And also, yeah. It's probably in the outtakes. Yeah. It's probably in the outtakes. They probably shot it. But I reckon... His wife is probably um, black, and his and his kid was mixed race, and that's why they got cut from the film because they were like, "There's one black person <laughs> in the film," and that's why we didn't see that whole storyline. That makes. I think that's why I didn't end up in. That, that. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you don't want to overdo yeah. it with too much diversity. No, no, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. The whole thing that would have tied it all together, and instead, it's just a it's just a film about wealth <laughs> and protecting that wealth. No matter what it takes, and how property is the most important thing in life, more important than your kids. And uh, no, but no, it's good. It's a great film. <laughs> Who doesn't love? You really get a lot of you get a lot of camera angles from Kevin's point of view, and he he does a lot of eye contact with the camera and stuff. And you really are in his shoes. Yeah. And as a kid, yeah, yeah, you are just like it's me against the world. Grown-ups don't know anything. They're stupid and they can't be trusted. I've got to do this on my own. I've got to do this on you my own. You dream about that. I'm gonna... School in those, those bastards. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, exactly. If I was in charge, then probably everything would be running a lot smoother than it is at and the frankly, moment. And frankly, that then, is the case. Yeah. So That's exactly what yeah. happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I do. Yeah, it's great. It's still lovely to watch, even though it's fun to rip all this stuff apart. Yeah. It's, uh, I loved it. I don't even feel that bad it. about them leaving the kid. I mean, I do and I don't. Like, it's bad. I think we were talking about the second one. I'd be like, okay, now, come on. Yeah. Come on now. Come on. Twice as careless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Once is a mistake. Exactly. L- lose my kid once. Shame on me. <laughs> or whatever it is. <laughs> Lose the kid twice. Social services shame, shame, shame. <laughs> yeah. should be yeah. contacted. Someone needs to step in. Someone. You've got five kids. You've got too many. Clearly, you've had too many kids, and um, yeah. you can't keep track of yeah. them. It's not. Good. Or maybe just don't have these yeah. huge combined Christmases that clearly put too much of a strain on you to be able to yeah. keep track of 
your youngest child, your youngest most vulnerable child. Yeah. Hmm? You got money for help. Yeah, clearly. Know? Why haven't? They, why haven't they? I mean, they should have a mate. Yeah, or, then we could get another person someone. of color in the film. Yes. Ideal. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that's why. That's why they didn't fit in the story. Mm, we don't want to see. They the... had the woman working for the airline. <laughs> it was full. <laughs> The film was full. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Well, Jack, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me again. I really, really appreciate that. I'm honoured, honoured to be the, the the returning guest. And you know, of our you know our Christmas roster. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Christmas time, so Christmas cheer. I've got red track. You have, yeah. But you thing. are you've, yeah. you've you are like in quite. a... Quite a Grinch place. Hang on, wait a minute. Let me take a photo of your Christmas trackies. Go on, give us an Grinch phone. place. You mean Grinch place like um, mentally? Yeah, mentally, I got them. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, definitely. Yeah, yeah. You've you've been the Grinch yeah. today. I'm I'm on cloud nine because I I can drive now. Yeah. I'm allowed to I'm allowed to drive around and rob people. So that's my plan yeah. for Christmas. Do you have anything coming up? Anything to plug? Any gigs? No, just. Feel Good Season 2, keep an eye out for it. Hopefully, it'll be, we're filming it now. Hopefully, it'll be out in March on Netflix. Netflix. Um, on nice. Netflix. Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, and I think that's it. That's all, that's all I've done. That's, <laughs> listen, do that more. is a full 2020. You're doing a puzzle. Yeah, I'm... What more can you... I'm doing a puzzle. I might do a tweet um, before the end of the Ooh, year. Jesus. If I think of something okay. good. Maybe do Seems one. Seems like a lot. Yeah. All right. Don't put us to shame. I know. I know. I'll craft it. Um, yeah, I, I had to, when we took the break from this podcast and I was um, having my heart trampled on, I was like, if I look <laughs> at Twitter, I'm going to kill myself. So oh. if anyone was like, oh, maybe there'll be some still legit uh, updates. Sorry, guys. I was too busy staying alive. That was it. <laughs> oh, no. I'm being, I'm being oh. obviously dramatic, but am I? But, well, <laughs> fair. I get it. Twitter makes me want to kill myself at the best of yeah. times. If I'm in a low point, it really might be what, oh. what tips you over. No, no couldn't, couldn't go on it. So sorry about that, guys. Um, yeah, if any one of you likes Twitter and wants to do Twitter for us, give us a, give us a shout. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not me. I'm bad at Twitter. Yeah. I, I, it's, uh. it's the opposite of a jigsaw. <laughs> Jack, thank you so much. And hey, Merry thank Christmas. Yeah. Mary Krim. So that was Home Alone. And there's little left to say except give Jack Barry a follow on the socials. You can follow him at jbasler on Twitter or at IamJackBarry on Instagram. And you can, of course, catch him uh, in series one and series two of Feel Good, May Martin's Feel Good, which will be the new series will be on Netflix in the new year. Got that to look forward to, guys. 2021 for the win. Come on. More exciting news is that next week, God willing, and when I say God, I do mean the vagaries of child rearing, Emily and I will be bringing you a Christmas special. You voted. We listened. Next week, we will be doing Love Actually. Me and Emily, Love Actually. Christmas feels, what more could you want? I'm so excited. I am fizzing with excitement at the thought of getting on the mic with my old pal, Emily, your friend of mine, Emily Lloyd Zaney. So have that lined up. 
you know, click subscribe if you haven't. What are you doing? If you have, please give us a rating. We'd love a five-star rating. We'd not love any of the other stars, ideally, but it'd be great if you could give us a rating. And follow us as well, as well as Jack, at Still Legit Podcast on Instagram, at Still Legit Pod on Twitter. And guys, just stay hype, you know? You got this. We are slipping out of this year and we are sliding into the next one. And I, for one, I'm going to be driving. Bye.